Today's video is all about setting effective financial and business goals in such a way that guarantees you're able to achieve them. So let's jump in. Hi, my name is James Corsier and welcome to the Money Paradox Podcast. Yes, that's right. We're going to go through this extremely important topic of how to set effective financial and business goals and in such a way that actually make sure you can achieve them because a lot of people uh, go to the trouble of setting goals, um, sitting down, working out what it is that they want, but then they don't follow through. They don't actually get uh, those goals. They don't complete them. And I think that's probably one of the most common uh, frustrations I see in my coaching clients. People complain about that a lot. They say, you know, it's so frustrating because they spend all this time kind of setting those goals, trying to work towards them, but then they don't seem to achieve them. And it, it can't quite work out why this is happening. In addition, you know, there's that uh, often complaint around, you know, I'm setting these goals, but how do I know they're the right goals? How do I know they're the best goals for me in my life generally, but also financially and in my career, my business. So that is what we're going to be focusing on. And actually, this question came from one of my viewers, Rajesh. Uh, he asked uh, me in one of the comments section of another video to to answer this question. It was really important for him. And I think, I think it's important for a lot of other people uh, watching these videos. It is a very common question I get just generally within my coaching clients. And so I thought I would dedicate this video to it. So thank you, Rajesh, uh, for bringing it up. If you would like your questions answering on my future videos, please do let me know, direct message me, uh, put it in one of the comments on one of my videos. I'll be more than happy to do that. I am sure you're not the only person wanting to know the answer to that question. So with that in mind, let's jump in. But before we jump in, um, if you find these videos uh, useful, please subscribe to my channel on Facebook or YouTube. And, um, you know, please let me know whether you like in these videos, whether there's anything specific that you want me to keep doing. Please let me know in the comment section. If you want to see other stuff going forward again, let me know in the comment section. If you find this video uh, valuable and powerful and you want to kind of give back in some way, the best way you can do that is by sharing it with your friends, sharing it with other people that you think would benefit from this video as well. Spread the message. Uh, that would be a huge service. Uh, for me. That would be a really powerful way of giving back. So, right, let's jump in. So, so thank you, Rajesh, for bringing this question up. I think one of, the, one of the first things I want to kind of kick off with is starting with the end in mind. Okay, so what do I mean by that? You know, a lot of people, so they think like, where am I now? And what is the most productive thing I could be doing right now? They, they start with the here and now, and they try to work forwards. They say, right, well, what's the best use of my time? What's the best thing I could be doing in my career, or my business, or in my finances, or in my life generally, my relationships, whatever it is, right? Um, and I think that is the, is that the opposite way of how you want to be looking at this. The way I like to look at it is the reverse. You start with the end in mind. So if you think about it, you know, you're sitting here. Well, you're not sitting here. You're sitting somewhere else. Wherever you're sitting uh, in life, you know, there, there is a whole load of things that you want to be doing and achieving today, next week, next month, in your whole lifetime. And for some people, they've got a really true purpose, a clear vision of where they want to get to in life. And that's amazing, right? Um, but if you have that vision, then it's really important to have a clear view and direction of how you're going to get there, not just a view of where you want to get to. 
for, for a lot of people as well, they don't even have that clear view of where they want to get to. So if you're sitting there thinking, oh, yeah, I really don't know where I want to ultimately get to. I don't know what my path is, my, my vision of a fulfilling uh, purpose in life then I extremely recommend you get clear on that. Now, that is not necessarily an easy thing to solve and kind of come up with. You're not going to kind of sit down with a piece of paper in five minutes and, and work that out. But it really, really is important because without that, there's a feeling of kind of aimlessly walking through life, just kind of letting life happen to you. If you're not in control of your life, where you want to get to, then inevitably somebody else is going to take control of your life Uh, for you whether it's uh, consciously or subconsciously so I highly recommend you if you don't have that clear view of where you want to get to um, to to spend some time now and and kind of over the weeks and coming months to really get clear on what that is and actually one of my previous videos my uh, video number nine goes into that in a lot more detail so if you think that is something you want to be working on go check that video out um, and you'll be able to find out a lot more on that subject. So, so get clear on what it is that you ultimately want. Now, assuming you do know what that is, then what you want to do is you want to work backwards. So you say, right, this is my vision for life. This is what I want my life to ultimately look like, right? You know, every day, these are the kind of things I want to be doing in my life. This is where I want to be living. This is the people I want to be hanging out with. These are the people I want to be uh, dating. This is how many kids I want, uh, you know, these are the kind of activities I want to be doing. This is the kind of impact I want to be having on my family, on the world, on civilization, on um, the on nature. You know, what is it? What is it that juices you, that gives you fulfillment, purpose? Paint that picture. And once you've got clear on that picture, there's there's a whole load of things that I would imagine that you need to put in place in put in place within your life to get that vision, right? And and there are a series of outcomes. So think about what is it that you ultimately want and then say, what is it specifically that is separating you from where you are right now to what you ultimately want, right? That gap. And there'll be a whole series of outcomes. Now, usually for a lot of people, one of those gaps, uh, one of those outcomes is financial freedom because just the reality of life, money uh, is one of uh, one of a common scarce resources, yeah? So money is often stopping us buying and doing certain things that we want to be doing. So that's why I advocate financial freedom, not because money is the be-all and end-all, but because when you have financial freedom, it allows you to do so much more. It allows you to be able to live the life that you really want rather than kind of a mediocre life uh, within the kind of restraints of the here and now, your life currently. Okay, so financial freedom, I'm sure, will be one of them, but there'll be a whole load of other ones, right, around your relationships, around the kind of friends that you have, where you're living, and so on. So think about it. What are those specific outcomes that you need to get what it is that you want? Once you get clear on those, you then know what outcomes you need to get. If it's financial freedom, right, well, then I need to get financial freedom. Well, if it's a specific partner in my life, okay, uh, or specific people that I want to have in my life of a certain kind of quality, a certain kind of um, like-mindedness, then, okay, then I need to go get those. I need to bring those people into my life. I need to find them, and I need to bring them into my life. Okay, so once I know now those outcomes, all right, then I need to start developing a whole series of goals in order to get those. So let's take financial freedom, right? That is a common one, and it's very much in theme with what I advocate. 
So for that specifically, what is financial freedom to you? How, uh, what do you need to have in place so that for you to have the vision of life that you truly want, what is it specifically financially that you need to have to be able to get there? How much money is it? Um, and in what kind of situation, what kind of setup do you need to have that freedom financially, that comfort financially? Okay, so once you have that clear view of what that is, um, you know, whether it's, say, £2,000 a month coming in without having to work. Okay, so you've got that clear outcome, that clear goal that, that gets you what you ultimately want. Then you can start to put goals in place to working towards it. And depending on where you are right now, that gap between that ultimate outcome and now dictates how many goals you need to put in place to get there. Does that make sense? Yeah? So if it's £2,000 a month to, to feel financially free for you, and you're sitting there with you know £100,000 worth of debt, then that's probably that's considerably far away from where you are. So maybe the first goal is to to get rid of that debt, to remove that debt. You know, The next goal might be to get you know £100 a month passive income or uh, without having to work it might be to save £10,000 and then to start investing it to start building uh, the the foundations to the accumulation of wealth that you need to get that £2,000 a month it's start to think about those stepping stones that will get you that ultimate outcome now the reason why this is so important and why I go on about it so much in a lot of my videos and video 9 goes into it a lot more detail is that you're starting with the end in mind. Now, there was a, there was a guy that, uh, that I know really well through the personal development community, and something so powerful that he told me, and it, it really made a shift in my, my thinking and, and, and what it is that I, um, I kind of advocate to other people. And he said to me, he said, James, you know what? I spent the majority of my life climbing this mountain only to realize when I got to the top of it, it was the wrong mountain. How mad is that? Think about spending 30 years of your life climbing a mountain, trying to climb towards the top of a career and achieving certain goals in your life, right? Trying to progress forward, trying to get a better and better situation in your life, only to get to where you think is the top to realize that isn't actually what I wanted. And the... the that is common for a lot of people, and I think the, the main issue of people getting into that situation is they didn't start with the end in mind. They just thought, how do I get further? How do I get further forward from where I am right now? Rather than really thinking, is that really the right direction for me? So I know I'm kind of going in a bit of an indirect way of answering this question, but I think it is extremely important. It might be a bit more difficult to get clear on these these more esoteric, more subtle questions like, what do I ultimately want from life? What is that end point for me? What are the kind of things that I want to have around me ultimately, right? Because one, that's kind of scary because it's, you know, you're really starting to think about your true dreams and vision of your life. Uh, and two, if you think about that ultimate end point, it's really far, it's, it may seem really far away. It might seem really kind of, bold and ambitious and, and further away from where you are might feel like unachievable. That's okay. I think you want to separate the two things of what you ultimately want, okay, and paint that real true picture of what you want, okay. Once you get clear on that, then you come back to reality of the here and now and think, what is the most effective thing I can do right now to get what I ultimately want? 
And that might be small little steps, right? You want to make that kind of bite-sized and achievable. So I hope I made that clear. And you know what? Like I've, I've made those mistakes in my life before, you know. I've, I've tried to work really hard in all aspects of my life just to kind of just keep progressing, feel feeling productive. I've worked seven days a week constantly on all areas of my life just to try and feel like um, I'm moving forward, that I'm progressing, that I'm, I'm making the most of my time. But really, I took a step back and I realized, actually, I'm, I'm not really moving that far towards what I ultimately want. I'm not even enjoying it because I'm getting so stressed and getting caught up in trying to make the most of the time I have. Rather than thinking, what are those key things that are going to make the most difference towards what I ultimately want? Not what feels like a kind of a nice bite-sized achievable goal for this month or year. Right? Okay, so once we get clear on that, the next thing then is to think, okay, so from, from, from what it is that I truly want, okay, what is that most important thing for me right now that if I get it, it's going to unlock everything else. It's going to make the biggest difference towards what I ultimately want. Now, coming back to, you know, the specific question was how to set financial and business goals. So, you know, I'm assuming now that these are two areas that are going to make the biggest difference for you um, ultimately. And and to be honest, for a lot of people, that is the case because the reason why I am so passionate about getting as many people to financial freedom as possible, not because I'm obsessed with money and I think money uh, is the be all and end all, it's because when you are financially free, and that's your personal view of financially, financial freedom, then there's this huge relaxation, there's a huge opening up and focusing on what it is that you truly want from life, what gives you purpose and contribution to the world, your family, your friends, uh, creation, all of these things, rather than just getting up every day and working to get that next paycheck because you feel you need to get that financial security. So if that is resonating with you, then it, financial freedom is probably um, uh, one of or if not the most important kind of next step for you. But it might be kind of career, it might be business goals, you might have a big ambition within your business, you know, to kind of set that business up or to make it, you know, like profitable if if you're just starting onto that on that path and that is a huge focus for you. So think about what is that that key thing that's going to really unlock it. And a lot of what has really framed my approach to setting goals and, and, and kind of moving through those goals and achieving them is from this really, really amazing book. I cannot recommend it enough. And it's called The Four Disciplines of Execution. And the guy that wrote this book is a guy called Sean Covey. Now, for those that don't know him, he's the son of a guy called Stephen Covey, which is a lot more famous. And he wrote a book called the seven habits of highly effective people. Now, within the personal development world, this is one of the biggest, most amazing books. If you haven't read it, you need to go check out that book. It is phenomenal. I don't know one person that's not read that book and said it's genuinely life-changing. So, so again, that is a big shout-out. Go check that back book out. Go check out The Four Disciplines of Execution if you want to look into this in more detail. But I'll summarize the key things in terms of this topic here. Uh, but if you want to go into more detail, go check that book out. Right, so what do I want to kind of talk about? So, so the first thing he talks about is what is your wig? 
and your wig is your wildly important goal. And really, this is effectively that one thing that is going to move you in the most powerful way towards what you ultimately want. So let's say, for example, it's financial freedom. Well, that, that first wig, often for a lot of people, is to get to a point where you have enough money coming in to meet your cost of living without having to work. Because if you think about it, once you get to that point, it means that whatever you do with your time is simply because that is genuinely what you want to do with your time. Because it means something to you, because it is contributing to other people's lives, it's fulfilling you, it's providing enjoyment to you, your family, your friends, whatever. It's not just to go and make more money. Okay, And for a lot of people, I'd say the majority of people, that's where they're stuck. So when you hit that goal, when you hit that, that threshold, a lot of stuff opens up. So let's use that as, as an example wig, because for a lot of people watching my videos, that is probably, uh, probably a very powerful one to, to use. Okay, so if the best way to describe it in the book describes it like this, and it's such a powerful analogy. You say, look, if you think about what you ultimately want to be, uh, to be a war, that's probably a bit of an aggressive analogy, but let's go with that analogy for a second, right? So if you think about what your, your ultimate life, right? Paint the ultimate vision of your life, right? That is, that is the, that is, uh, that is the, that, that's your kind of end game, right? That's where you want to ultimately get to. Well, imagine you've got to fight this war to get to that ultimate vision of your life. Well, if you think about that war and you think about it in such a way that Right, well, if I'm going to fight this war to, to, to win this war, then I want to be doing it in the most effective, efficient way possible, right? So I want to be doing it in the, most, in the least amount of battles, right? So, uh, so that I'm not having to do all these battles to, that are kind of unnecessarily, unnecessary, really, to win the war that I am, uh, I am you know, uh, kind of embroiled in, for example. Okay, so... If you've got these various battles that you need to, to win, what's that first battle? What's that first battle that's going to move you closest towards that end game? Okay? And the wig is essentially that. You following? Okay. So let's go with that analogy of the um, of of becoming financially independent, right? Or financially free, getting enough money coming in. Uh, without having to work, essentially. Okay, so once you've got clear on that, then you wanna make sure that that, that that primary goal that you're working towards is smart. Now, a lot of people have heard this, it's kind of overused, but it's overused for a reason, because it, it works, it's powerful, it makes sense, it hits all the key buttons around, uh, around an effective goal. So smart, what is it, just for those that don't know, specific, so what is it specifically you need to do? So if it's around um, financial freedom, how much specifically, by when specifically, um, you know, like a specific number, an amount of money that you need coming in, right? Um, achievable, so is it realistic for you right now based on your current circumstances? Because if you don't feel it is, you're not gonna work towards it, all right? Uh, are I realistic, so is it realistic, is it, is it kind of, within the realm of what you can see. Uh, and T, time bound, right? So make a specific deadline by which you need to do it. And that deadline 
is kind of close enough so it feels real and achievable and and kind of close enough but also uh, enough time for you to to be able to actually do it right because if you set these parameters in such a way that is essentially uh, going to require too much dedication and uh, when it comes down to it not achievable or too easy to achieve then it's not going to be effective it's not going to work okay so once you've got clear on that you've got that smart goal you've got that wig that needs to be your primary focus in life, right? So you can have other things that you want to be working towards in all areas of your life. You know, if you think about the wheel of life that I talk about, your family, your friends, um, your emotional, your spiritual life, your time management, all of these things, right? These are all important. But you really only want to have one wig that you're focusing on at any one point, point in time because that's just how our mind works. If we try to set too many things at the same time, all that happens is we, we, we dilute our attention and we never really get any of them. So pick one, get to the completion of that one, and then pick another one, and that other one can be in another area. But whatever that wig is for you, make sure it's just one, okay? So before I kind of go into the wig in a bit more detail, everything else that's important to you, right, it's not about switching off from that, right? You need balance in your life, but everything else is more of a kind of maintenance. So you can still progress, but it needs to be progressing in a regular, uh, maintained way. So anything else that you've started doing already, you can maintain that momentum. So if you think about it like, you know, there's a ball sit- sitting still on the ground. It, it's, it's static. And if you start pushing that ball somewhere, then you build up momentum, right? So if you've started to push balls down the road and, those, and, and, and it's important for you to get that ball to somewhere, then maintain that momentum, keep that momentum. But what I'm saying is if, you, if you're setting a wig that you want to work towards, don't try to accelerate any of those other balls or don't start trying to start moving another ball. Because what will happen is it will divert too much of your attention. So any balls that are already moving, maintain those, set some, set some, some goals and some habits, some effective habits that, that maintain the movement of those, right? Because then you're not wasting the energy and time that you've spent getting those balls rolling, but don't start anymore and don't start speeding them up. Okay? Follow the analogy? Good. Okay, so for this one wig, okay, what you want to be doing is the first thing you want to be doing is you want to you want to um, get really clear on what that wig is, and then once you've got clear on it, you want to come up with some really effective lead measures for it. Now, what I mean by that is the things that most effectively enable you to achieve that wig. Now, this is an important kind of nuance to be clear on and that's because now a lot of people know that measuring regularly is powerful and it's effective so for example if you're losing weight a lot of people constantly uh, weigh themselves because it gives them that that constant feedback to keep going to check in it gives that encouragement to keep working towards that uh, that that weight they want to get to they want to drop down to but if you think about it what you're measuring is the end result. You're measuring what you want to get to. You're measuring the, 
lag results. You're me measuring um, the you're measuring the thing that you're trying to influence. You're trying to produce the reduction of weight, rather than the things that actually make you lose weight. Okay, so let me explain that. If you think about it, if you want to lose weight, what is it that makes you lose weight? Well, a couple of things, right? Exercising, increasing the amount of calories you produce, because the more calories you produce, uh, the more energy you're going to have to burn within your body and the more fat you're going to lose, right? That fat will be converted to energy and make you lose weight, right? Obvious. Another one, for example, is how much you eat, the amount of calories you consume. Now, there's a whole load of other things that can help you lose weight. But they're two really obvious and very powerful ways to lose weight, right? So instead of measuring uh, regularly every day or week the weight, uh, uh, your weight, but if instead you measured how many calories you consumed and uh, how, how many minutes of exercise you did every day, then I can pretty much guarantee you, you are going to hit your goals 10 times, 100 times more likely and more effectively. And that's because you're measuring the thing that is actually going to make you lose weight. So what will happen is, if you're measuring those things, you are going to do more of the thing that is going to get you what you want, which is losing weight. If you're just measuring losing weight, it's kind of too late. That's it's a lag measure, it's a lag result because it, once you've checked your weight and it's gone up or gone down, it's after the thing that is getting you there. So effectively what I'm saying is measure the things that will get you what you want, not the thing that you want. Right? Now, you're measuring these things, but the next thing to do is to, to be accountable to the things that you need to do to get there. So each week, you want to check in on the things that you're doing to get what it is you want. So if it's losing weight, it's checking in each week to see how many calories have I eaten this week? How much exercise have I done? What other things have I been doing to get me that end result that I want? Or if it's financially, how much time have I spent looking into uh, ways to build more wealth. So, for example, investment ideas. How much time have I watched videos or researched about the subject of money? How, how long have I been educating myself about it? How long have I been spending talking to people about the subject of money? How long, um, you know, how much money have I saved this week? How much money have I spent this week? Yeah, what are those specific things? So, for example, if you're trying to build wealth, a few um, common things that are lead measures for it. Okay, well, it's how much I'm saving because the more I save, the more I can invest. Well, what are the key things for saving? Well, it's how much I earn minus how much I spend. So you want to be measuring how much you're earning each week or month. You want to be check. You want to be measuring how much you are saving each month, so or how much you're spending each week or each month, and then that's giving a clear view of 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 what it is that you can then use to invest. Then another key measure might be. Um, how much am I investing each week or month? How much time am I spending analyzing investment opportunities or, or being involved in investment opportunities, right? Because the more time we, we spend on something, the better we are going to be at doing that thing, right? 
So then once we, we do that regular check-in, ideally we wanna be doing that with somebody else. So pick a buddy, somebody that is working on a similar goal, someone you respect, you trust, that can hold you accountable, that can challenge you back, and use that person to make sure you do it each week, to make sure that you're doing the right things, the most effective things to get you there. Ideally, it's somebody else. You, you could do it with a friend. You could pay somebody as a coach like me or, or somebody else that specializes in this. Just somebody that can hold you accountable, that you hear those things and make sure it's the most effective things and that you're actually doing it, all right? And once you've done that, so you'll get, you know, you're, you're, you're checking on those goals, uh, checking in on those lead measures, and then you're checking in with somebody, right? Hold it, um, somebody's holding you accountable each week, all right? Then, then that's simply it. You're just doing that, and then just keep constantly checking in, constantly doing things each week, making sure you keep progressing towards that goal, all right? And I can guarantee, if you do that, if you do what I've just said, you will hands down get your goal. You make sure you focus just on one wig. You get clear on what that wig is. It's smart. It makes sense. It's achievable. It's realistic. It's time bound. Um, you work out what those lead measures are. You measure them each week. And then you get somebody to hold you accountable to them each week, right? Um, or at the very least, you do it yourself and you hold yourself accountable. If you do that, you will definitely get your financial goals. I've seen it myself time and time again. I've seen it in many people I work with, many friends, family members. I've seen so many people put this in place and have got some extraordinary outcomes by doing that process. I cannot recommend it enough, okay? So that is the WIG approach. I, I highly, highly recommend it, okay? So that, I would say, is the most powerful way of getting your financial and business goals. And then outside of that, you wanna just be maintaining everything else, holding the momentum of everything else that you've set up in your life. So in summary, we have talked about how to set financial and business goals. And how we've done that, we get clear on the end in mind, what's our ultimate purpose? What do we want ultimately from our life? What are the outcomes we need to achieve to get there? Get clear on the gap between that and where we are right now. And then from that, we get clear on what that one thing is that's going to move us most powerfully towards what we ultimately want. That is going to become our wig. We want to make sure that wig is smart, it's specific, it's measurable, it's achievable, it's realistic, it's time-bound, right? It's a goal that is a big enough stretch for us to move materially towards what we want, but it's not. It, it, but it, but it's also like uh, achievable. We can actually do it in the time frame we've set. Okay, makes sense? Once we've got that, we measure uh, what that thing is on a weekly basis, but the things that will move us towards it, not the result itself. We measure that weekly, we get somebody check in with us to make sure we're moving towards that regularly. If we can't do that for whatever reason, then we pay somebody like me or a coach or somebody else to make sure we do it. And if we can't do that, we hold ourselves accountable. We, we put time in our diary each week to do it. And I can guarantee if you do that, you will get whatever that goal is. And then outside of that, we maintain all of the other things that are important to us, that balance in life by holding that momentum, maintain those balls that are moving, uh, don't take anything else on. And when we hit that wig, when we achieve that wig, which we definitely will, once we hit that wig, we then go, right, what's that next battle that will move us towards winning the ultimate war around what we ultimately want from our life? And we pick that next week. And it doesn't need to be in the same area. It might be in another area. It might be in relationships. It might be our health. It might be our weight. 
it might be to do with how we spend our time. Whatever it is, we pick that next week and we again move in a powerful direction forward towards the mountain we ultimately want to climb, not another mountain. So that's it for me today. I hope you've enjoyed this content. If you have, please like the video, please subscribe, whether it's on Facebook, YouTube, uh, on the podcast, on Spotify, iTunes, there's many ways you can access this material. Uh, if you have enjoyed it and you want to give back in some way, please share this content uh, with those that you know that think would benefit from this video. Please uh, comment as well, letting me know what you found powerful from this video. If there's anything you want to see going forward, uh, more on this particular topic, any other topic, whatever it is, please let me know, directly message me, comment, whatever it is, I would love to hear from you. That is why I do those videos. I want to make sure these videos are as most powerful and beneficial to you guys, you watching it, because that's why I do it. So that's all from me. I hope you've enjoyed this video and take care. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.